The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find where Ford. Welcome to Holiday planning week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing what you need to know to prepare for a successful holiday season as an SEO. Joining us for holiday planning week is Tyson Stockton, who is the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And this week, Tyson and I are going to talk about the five steps you need to execute a successful holiday campaign. So far this week, Tyson and I have talked about how to conduct your holiday research to make sure you know what to optimize for this holiday season, about your roadmap and what you should be working on now as you get ready for the holiday season. And today we're going to talk a little content strategy and making sure that you have the right words and images on the page to maximize your e-commerce efforts before the holidays. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Here's the third installment of Holiday Planning Week with Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, happy hump day, happy holiday planning week, and ho, 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 SEOs, it's time to go. And look at that, you're adding to it, getting a little more each time. You like that? I I added something there, time to go. I probably should have said it at the end, but it is Holiday Planning Week, and we are talking about how to get ready for the holiday season It's going to be a joyous time of the year. Hopefully the bugaboo we've all been faced with in 2020 is going to be, you know, wrapping itself up and we're going to get some good gifts and move on to a more harmonious year. Let's not belabor this year too much. We talked a little bit about your research and your roadmap today. We're going to talk content strategy. How do you figure out what content to prioritize when you're thinking about the holiday season coming up in a couple of months? 
Yeah, and I would say with everything that's been going on this year, you definitely probably have a lot of room for opportunity and refreshing the content. I think sometimes with holiday prep, sometimes we get a little lazy and it's like, hey, let's just switch the year on the page titles and the H1s and everything else is roughly relevant. I would be willing to bet that this year, there's probably more changes that are needed for that content refresh. In particular, things like contactless curbside pickup, whatever your company's policy on that. So I think one, this year, definitely a lot of room for content refresh. I would look at it in two folds. One, what is more like programmatic content that I can update? So maybe it's adding the curbside pickup to all of your category pages or kind of more of a blanket across the board piece. So I'd first think about what are scalable, more templated content changes that would make our pages as a whole look more competitive or more relevant during the season. And then the next one, I would be coming back to what we talked about in the first episode on research, where then I'd be just simply prioritizing it based on what drove the most business last year, what your site merchandisers are placing heavy bets on for just what you're stocking up on as a business for like inventory, and then also where the peaks in search demand. So you know, probably no surprise this year, fitness home exercise equipment has been very popular this year. That's probably a safe bet. So let's talk a little bit about the craziness of 2020. The home treadmill, you know, the Pelotons are probably going to be doing pretty well, if not flying off the shelf. I just heard that they announced a lower price Peloton this year, probably a good move before the holidays. What are some other categories that you think are really going to thrive this year around the holiday season? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, safe bets would be face mask. I think that's uh, right up there with the Pelotons. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Normally, I think of the face mask being something that you think about for the Halloween time. And, you know, maybe that's true as well, where we're going to see trick-or-treaters with N95 masks walking around asking for no-touch candy. But uh, (laughs) when we think about the holiday gift-giving season, not just some of the changes for this year, you know, the hospitality stuff probably won't pick up. The travel stuff isn't there. It is going to be e-commerce related. How do you figure out what are the trends in e-commerce? I would largely be betting on like some of the trends that we've seen throughout this. We've seen some variants throughout this period, but there's been other kind of safe bets. So we talked about home fitness, the luxury fashion is going to be a tougher one, but then more of kind of in like the home loungewear, especially being that that's usually something pretty common around the Christmas time. My wife told me about a special term. It's called slounge. Sleep and lounge. It used to be athleisure. You could wear your workout gear out. And now it is, you could wear your sleepwear out. Slounge. I mean, if there's... The slounge gear is going to be a big deal. If there's an out. But I mean, that's uh, that's speaking right to my like fashion sweet spot right there. <laughs> <laughs> You've been slounging for years. You're ahead of the game. <laughs> I have elastic waistbands for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I would say though, like other areas is, I mean, and this is kind of like, a, I guess, more of the negative side of this is we're not out of this event yet. I would say the safe bet is that we're still going to be dealing with some of these elements going into the beginning part of next year. And so the same categories that we've seen the rise of demand in across this summer are going to be similar areas that I'm going to be placing bets on for the Q4. 
Maybe it's less of the barbecue grills outdoors that we saw the rise of this summer. But hey, as far as like home improvement type items, that's still going to be on my list this holiday. You took the words out of my mouth. It was the home goods and some of the home devices, connected home. I wouldn't be surprised to see you know some of the big device manufacturers. I know Apple's going to be announcing new iPhones here shortly. But I wouldn't be surprised to see Amazon make some big announcements and Google as well, some of the device manufacturers. I think, and especially in some of those electronics categories that you mentioned, those ones are historically strong in Q4 for holiday. And I would say in particular this year as well, like with all of us spending as much time as we are in in the house, that's going to be some safe bets. Yep. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. It's going to be video games, hopefully some home athletic gear, some loungewear. So when you think about the categories that are you know likely to be hot, often that's not something that you can really adjust what category you're in on the fly. You're kind of in the business you're in. When you think about conducting the content optimization to try to match what demand is there. How do you think about, you know, figuring out what are the right ways to position your product to take advantage of some of those hot categories? Yeah. And so you may not have control of which categories you sell. Like, hey, yeah, I would love to sell something in like the, you know, home furnishing area, but we're in sporting goods. So obviously you can't make those kind of changes. But from one outside of content, you could be doing, you know, giving different weights for your internal linking algorithms for the categories that are rising up. From the content side, you could take that as one of the factors that will go into how you prioritize which pieces you address. And then also from like the content side, I would say you can also call out some of those more trending items in the larger parent categories. So if within electronics, you know that more of like the video games TV has been trending more, well, I'm going to call that out a little bit more so front and center on my general electronics page versus just waiting until I get down to that, you know, L2 or L3 category level. I guess one of the big questions are, you know, I'm thinking about content strategy and thinking about what's on your product pages, but it's not 
just product pages before we sort of categorized your content as your event-based pages, your Black Friday, Cyber Monday, your category pages, and your product pages. Are there different strategies for optimizing your content for each one of those page types? Yeah, I think it comes back to more of like the intent of the pages. And so obviously, if you ran a content brief for a category page versus a product page versus an editorial, the recommendations for what's competitive in each of those is going to be a little different. I would also say we've been spending more time talking about like category product pages. I would be interested, especially earlier on this holiday season, more of the buyer's guides. So when someone's not sure what they're going to be purchasing and it's more of that browsing, like we're still seeing that overall online activities up this year from previous years. So you know that early kind of called top of funnel content that could be in whether it's on your blog or an editorial portion of the site. I would say that that's stuff that I would want to get up earlier this year to make sure that it's gaining traction stuff as we go into, let's say, mid-October. There's something to be said for starting your marketing efforts, whether it's through SEO or other channels early, to raise the awareness, get those initial impressions in front of your consumer now. They might not be in buy mode, but when they are ready to pull the trigger, they will understand what your product is. I've been getting marketed for the Theragun, which is a home exercise equipment massage device that you basically beat up your muscles. And I get Facebook ads constantly. I'm not going to spend $500 on something that punches me in the legs myself. But you know, it is something I'd be interested in. So maybe a member of the Search Metrics team <clears throat> or uh, the listening audience of the Voices of Search podcast want to chip in and buy one of those for your dear old podcast host. My point is I really want a Theragun and I'm, I'm hoping somebody gets one for me. And B, those initial impressions, while they might not convert to ROI immediately, they do pay off when somebody is in bulk purchase mode. And I think part of that too is I would be looking at the bigger ticket items. And my anticipation is the bigger ticket items, we're going to see those picking up a little bit earlier this year than kind of like the Black Friday time point. So I'd say for that top of funnel editorial content, especially if it's on a buying guide for like a, a new, whatever recent model of TV, that's going to be something that I'd probably want to get out quite a bit earlier than like a stocking stuffer holiday recommendations. So that actually brings up another question of how much do you need to think about your content strategy and how different is it when you're looking at smaller impulse purchase versus big ticket items? You know, is there a different amount of content, a different content strategy? You mentioned the timing already, but in terms of words on pages, images, videos, you know, do you have to think of the big ticket versus little ticket items differently? Yes, I would say like if I was to give a cookie cutter answer, I would say typically with your you know bigger ticket items, it's going to be a little bit longer form content. There's obviously a lot of nuance to that, and backing data behind it with like a content brief would be the ideal way to like validate that. But I would say in general, most of the time, whether it's buying a new car, buying a TV, buying like these other items that are just higher ticket value, new couch. Those are going to be ones that you're going to typically see a little bit longer form content and more of kind of editorial, or if it's something that just all of a sudden pops up and is, you know, the next fidget spinner. $500 Theragun impulse purchase. 
I mean, especially the description you gave of just punching your muscles kind of thing. <laughs> I think that would create a little bit more uh, room for context. <laughs> I really just hope somebody buys me a Theragun. I don't know if I made that clear yet. Anyway, Tyson, any other last words, tips on holiday content strategy? How's the holiday content strategy different than your regular content strategy? I wouldn't say it's that different. You're always going to be looking of like addressing the weak point of your site, whether it's product pages, category pages, editorial. I think earlier on in the holiday prep, I'm going to lean a little bit more towards the editorial, especially if it's new pieces of content that are already existing versus giving a refresh to it. But I'd say the steps that you take, the approach, the things that need to be accomplished, it's not going to be that different from your general content initiatives. It just puts a little bit more of an urgency on the timeline to it. And it also gives you a little bit more opportunity to show great ROIs. Because with that huge increased search demand, you can point it back to your boss and say, Hey, look at this great return I had on this content project that then can build into something larger for the following year. And Tyson, did I mention that I wanted a Theragun? You, you did, Ben. And like, I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry, Ben, but I'm not going to buy you a Theragun. But if, if you need someone to just punch you a few times, like we, we could arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what friends are for. Everybody, Tyson's already in the holiday giving spirit. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, VP of Services for Search Metrics. We're going to continue our conversation tomorrow by talking about getting ready to execute and launch your holiday SEO strategies to make sure you're maximizing the holiday season. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you can visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 